Yo, can you believe that the entire week it was supposed to rain and we all skipped it and now it's Friday! Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 13. Episode 13 of Digressions. Welcome to the episode. Happy you're here as always. Super blessed. Grateful. Hashtag blessed. Super happy you're here. Uh, episode 13 of July. June, Jul- oh my. Off to a flying start. This is your episode for Friday, June 12th, 2020. How you doing? Come on, ça va, man. Hey, I hope you're doing good. Hope you're, hope, hey, hope you had a good week. Dude, uh, as I just screamed out loud, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that at this time, but uh we skipped this was supposed to be dude all week was 60 percent rain 60 percent rain 80 percent rain i didn't see shit bro i didn't see shit pretty pumped about it pretty pumped about it hope you had a great week weekend's coming along listen i can feel the day i don't know about you but i've been everyone's been messaging me man i've been i've been i've been in touch with 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 the peeps you know trying to get you know the, the plans going you know like restaurants are opening up which which the, the thing is boys boys and girls listen there's an important thing here. Hang on, let me just lower the volume here. I'm peeking a bit here. All right, there you go. One of the one of the things that's really important here, you got to understand here, is that the restaurants are opening up, right? There's going to be social distancing measures and, and all that. But the important thing is, is that the bring your own wine restaurants are opening as well. Hell yeah! So that means, that means, and dude, I don't know what it is. I don't know for you, but inside of me, there's the little 18-year-old. The little 18-year-old inside of me that's just been bottled in for the last for the last couple of weeks, couple of months, and it's just ready to get fucked up. Straight up. No, like, no brakes on the fucking drunk train. Just go straight to Warsaw and back. You know what I mean? Just, just, just forget you got debts to pay because student loans, you know? Just, just go all ham. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Hang on. What the fuck is wrong with my volume today? Okay, there we go. No, all right. All right. This should be good. All right. Um, yeah, man. Holy shit. In, the, in this last couple of weeks, you know, Ja. And this is the problem, okay? I know I mentioned the last episode and earlier that I've actually popped my phone completely. I've, I was, you know, I have a case on it. Okay. It's, it's like a fucking, like a, it's almost like a $1,500 phone that was just, and, and this is the thing. I don't know about you. I don't know if it's my EDD kicking in or whatever, but I have this thing with objects where I really care about them when they're brand new and they're worth a lot. I care about them for like a month. And then after that, they just become obsolete. <coughs> oh my. <coughs> COVID. <coughs> oh Christ. I am so sorry. Oh, wrong hole. That's what she said. So... The problem is I've been kind of f- shuffling through my phones and I realized that I had, uh, initially I only thought I had my iPhone 5 that was working because I thought my iPhone 6 like completely, like the screen just died. I don't know what it is. At one point I was just holding it in my hands and it just went, uh, now it works. So I do have a functioning iPhone 6 and that's supposed to last me until, you know, the replacement of a stupid Huawei. Yo, don't buy Huawei phones, okay? I don't know if I've ever t- 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 talked to you. If I ever mentioned this. Today's episode, okay, by the way. I, I know, I know. We're going sideways, boys. We're, we're shit, we're drifting. 
the number one thing today, today's episode, as I said in the last episode, today is going to be part one. Part one of why I believe globalization is complete cancer. Why I'm against globalization, I need, I, I think it needs to stop right away. Uh, I don't believe in it anymore. It's a, a whole load of shit that's just being force-fed to everyone across the world. And, and uh, yeah, this is going to be my views on this. Obviously, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you did, you know, you did try to say some dumb things here and there. But the truth is, this is one of those topics that really, um, that really keeps evolving because really globalization is, is a mix of different things. And mainly what it is, it's, it's, it's Western influence on the entire world. Apologies, man, dude. Okay. So one thing before I get started, I had to, I had to ditch my Guinness. You know, you know me, you know me, you know, I love my Guinness. I like Guinness is my, is liquid bread for me. I can drink this for breakfast, dinner, and lunch. The thing is, man, um, I, I think I, I, you know, I, I started, I started tindering not too long ago and I realized that, um, you know, first I'm not a guy to take selfies, you know, I don't do mirror shots. I don't do, uh, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just don't, I don't have that urge. I don't tell my friends, you know, like, Hey, yo, take a pic of me here. I'm posing in front of a statue. Looking so, looking so great. You know, it just never crosses my mind. So I decided that 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 uh, I was gonna take my 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 diet seriously because yo I got a gut now it, it's 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 bad it's really bad dude I tried to prom my pants from last year Hooey! <laughs> uh, rather not talk about it so what I what I also realized is that you know I I, I mentioned it earlier I, I I'm back on on those dating apps you know because I I can't go to a bar and just like hit on all the eighteen year olds so I, I need to actually you know just do something um and um and i realize i'm the i'm probably the biggest catfish on the app right now because dude i'm just posting pictures where i look decent on them <laughs> but man if a girl would come around now boy, you're calling the police straight up it's not good <laughs> so okay right back to the guinness okay so i'm actually i i i'm 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 taking a break on beer man uh, a serious break on beer the one thing, though, I have some rules around my house where my apartment, there's always beer. It's There's always something for the guests. You know, I, I'm always happy to have that. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm really cutting down on, on beer itself because it is just pure empty calories that just really get inside your gut and just don't move. So I've decided to substitute it with the, with the first, uh, with the next best thing, which is uh, um, vodka. <clears throat> the only problem is that over the last couple of days, I've just kind of been not hitting up the SAQs at the right time and like times are all messed up now most SAQs close at seven by the way if you haven't had that problem yet just always aim for like before seven because uh, this whole confinement is still uh, messing things up but I've, I've I've shifted to neutral you know it's like the white claws of Canada that are available everywhere up apparently apparently I was told that you can get white claws in in in, in SAQs but um I'm not sure I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's true but haven't had the time to check it out yet, so I've changed to neutrals. It's roughly, the fuck does it say here? It says here there's a hundred, a hundred calories per can. No sugar. Why am I adding this? No, I'm not adding. Yo, pay me neutral, assholes. Yo, pay me. Super pumped though. The only thing is, I realized my body after ten years of. Actually, more than 10 years of complete abuse of my liver and my, my, my entire body. Uh, I think I'm losing 
I'm losing my, what's the word I'm looking for? My uh, conversion? No. Tolerance to bubbles. Anything carbonated. I don't know what it is, man. Like, if I drink beer now, and I love champagne, okay? I'm a little, I'm a little white bitch like that. I just love champagne. I love bubbles. I love bubbly. <coughs> Jesus. I'm good. I swear to God, I'm good. I love the bubbles. And I don't know what it is now, man. Like, I would have, like, one can. One can of, like, anything. Anything bubbly, dude. I, I just, I, I gloat. I bloat. I, I become this huge bag of, 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 of caca. And it's just, it's the, it's the worst. Um, but, um, but, yeah, enough about my bowels. Uh, globalization. Why I hate it. Why it's a mess. Uh, holy fuck, that was a tangent. Jesus Christ. You're still on the fucking train, though. Appreciate it. Huh? You're doing great. Awesome. Uh, I'm still trying to keep track of this whole thing. But yes, reason is, okay, uh, backtrack a bit. A couple years back, uh, I was on a, I was 22 at the time. 22? I was 21, 22. I still wasn't in university and I was traveling. You know, I spent, uh, I spent a month of my life in South Africa I spent in the same year. I spent another month and a half in uh, uh, in Indonesia, most like in, in Bali especially. So, uh, and in that fall, I was going into university. So I kind of got accepted at uni and was super pumped. I got accepted in the uh, International Development and Globalization Program at the University of Ottawa, which uh, the like the Global Studies School at U Ottawa is like one of the best ones in the country because you know obviously. Ottawa, embassies, countries, yada, yada, yada. So, uh, it was great. You know, honors program, high GPA, super pumped. Uh, the only problem is, is the, at that time, my dream was to be, uh, I wanted to become a diplomat. And there, <laughs> yeah, wow, what are you turning? The, the only problem I realized quickly with being a diplomat, it's, it's, first of all, you got to sell your soul to be a diplomat. You got to sign off on that paper. Your ass belongs to a country and that's about it. And the truth is, is that anything you do from that point on, if ever you want to become a diplomat, anything that represents a country or any kind of entity on, a, on an international level, your, your past needs to be squeaky clean. And uh, Snapchat came at a really bad time. Been a lot of bad pictures. You know, that's one thing. Yep, yep. I'm sticking with that. That's one thing. But the main thing was is... You got to sell your soul to the game. And it's it's funny because I feel like in, in sometimes you get the, it, it happened in the past with some with some comedians is like, you know, you get to pick. You're like, oh, I'm either going to be a, oh, yeah, be a politician, you know, be a you know, municipal or whatever and try to make it up to, to, to more international or you become a comedian. You just you need this poli- politics or, or comedy. It's like a, it's a one or the other. And both are, both are a complete jokes. So it's kind of, well, it's great. It's just it really flows with it. I'm sorry. Hang on. <coughs> Fucking Christ. I've been also slowing down. Why is it beeping? What the hell is this? Okay, I'm going to apologize. Yeah, I got, I got, I'm not used to iPhones. Okay, I'm used to Android. Okay, I don't understand iPhones. UX, UI of iPhones doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why do I have to press a button to go back? And I don't have a dedicated button to go back. Can someone explain that to me? I always want to go back. I always mess up. Like, why do I have to aim at the top of my screen? 
Like it's like what? I don't have a I don't have a Shrek sized hand. I can just fucking like index the top left and just like make my way back. Fuck! I hate Apple. I hate Apple so much. I don't like Android either. I hate Google too. I just fucking hate everything. It's not about the COVID. It's just really like fuck everything. Everything's trying to eat you. Globalization. Okay, let's go. So part one: why I hate it. Why I hate it so much. Um, yeah. So so back to back to the whole thing. Yo, it's digressions, bro. I I listen. I don't make the rules. Straight up, I just don't make the rules. You you, you paid your seat. You paid your ticket to the ride. And now you're on the roller coaster. You just you just gotta hop on, strap on. We're almost done. Hey, we're we're like kind of halfway through. Okay, I didn't even start yet. Fucking phenomenal. So one of the first things it's uh so yeah, diplomat didn't work out. Obviously, uh, didn't have the grades either. Poli sci politics. This is the problem with politics. And I'm not saying like I'm not gonna go into philosophical debate on like politics in general, like systems, all that. I'm just saying. In, in order for you to actually progress in an environment where, you, let's say you want to be a diplomat, right? You want to be someone that is highly regarded by their peers, that is that really heavily relies on what other people think about them in order to progress. So the standards you need to maintain for yourself, the attitude, the work ethic, like the fucking the overtime hours, all of this is, is, I don't know if it's worth it. I didn't think it was worth it. And that's why I really backed out. I have like this weird part of me where if I really am passionate about something and I really, really love something, I will go above and beyond for it. Like just completely disregard my own health. I will, I will just gun for it. Hasn't happened in a long time to be honest, but this is like, that, that was like one of those things where I realized you needed a bit more than that. It is a world of connections and this is what I mean by politics. It's kind of a bit like minor hockey or like sports in general where you know, like, oh, you need to know, like, the you need to be the friend of a coach uh, for your kid to be a part of a team. And uh, No, I don't have PTSD over some shit from my past. What the fuck? What do you mean? No, nothing. No, we're good. And and being in Ottawa also, <laughs> that's the other thing, too. It's like, oh, you want to be a, uh, you want to be an ambassador? You want to be a diplomat? Oh, you got to move to Ottawa. Fuck that. Dude, honestly, I'd rather move to Halifax and just hunt fucking lobsters all day. Which honestly sounds fucking amazing as a life. Like, I'm not even talking shit about that. This is, this is like East Coast, Best Coast, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out Dartmouth, Halifax. Uh, but, <clears throat> but no, man, globalization. Okay, I'm getting to it. This is, this is the biggest thing. This is the, the, I'll tell you the, the biggest turnoff I had in university is that the idea I had of my program and the idea, uh, like, I guess the, what I wanted to achieve out of that program was, was not the right path. I realized pretty quickly that uh, that specific program that was in, I was just in international development and globalization. I switched after into international economics and development. And the reason I switched to econ, it's because DVM as a whole, that's like the name of it. Um, the international, international, global, dude, I had too much fucking to drink already. Fuck. The international development and globalization part of it dude it is in my opinion my honest opinion and this is in no one else's it's absolute the most brainwashing thing most most cookie cutter classes i've i've ever been part of there was no room for discussions there was no room for and this is again i might and you know correct me if i'm wrong because i've i was in that program for the first two years of my of my bachelor's and uh obviously like international economics is like is is kind of the same thing except you get a lot more econ classes as uh as part of your of your major so 
what I what I realized quickly is that it's it, it, it's not a place for 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 discussion. It's not a place that's open for to to, to free speech and discussions. And I didn't get along with a lot of people in my program. Like I don't want to say all of them, but like most of them. And I'll give you an example of what happened. And again, I'll get to the globalization aspect in just a couple of minutes. I just want to—I just want to really want to preface this because I guess I'm a bit biased, and I just want to kind of expose it. So we had, um, so there was a point where you know every faculty has elections, and every uh, you know you, you run for shit, right? You know you want to be treasurer, president of the faculty, whatever. And uh, at one point, I I got a bit triggered over over a comment that this girl uh, did, and she was kind of like the 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 person because there was always one person that was uh, elected as like the uh, like the head of the elections uh, as someone out of the program that was a bit impartial and that would just come out as a as an objective person so so this girl she I don't know I'm not sh- that's the one detail I'm not sure of exactly but uh, the the document that we were given with the rules for the elections and the the, the rules were were about like what the candidates can't and can't do in order to to respect the rules of the elections, which was perfectly fine. Now the, the thing is, is that the entire the entire rule book, the entire Bible that was for this, the 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 gender. You know how usually like the we use like the male gender as a gender, and, and I mean this is just grammatical fucking facts. Like how we use like the male gender to like you know like put everyone together, male and female. It's just kind of like like he is like a capital H, you know. It's like kind of everyone, um, and so she, what she did is that, and I, and I want to, f- I feel bad. I'm kind of unfairly accusing her, but she re- she's the one that posted it, and I guess she's the one responsible for it by by default. But she changed every single he for a she, and uh, I just simply asked, you know, I know I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I'm trying to see you misogynistic asshole. When you, you just hate women all the time. No. It's not that the point I did, okay. And before you start, the crucify me, okay. Just listen to my point because it was it was it was a valid point. To this day, I will stand by it. I told them I I and I messaged a group and because it, it was it was one of those honestly I was stirring shit, okay. I was stirring a bit of shit, but she posted these whole rules, and then I asked a simple question and I was like, why the hell or why did you purposely change the he to a she in the entire rules, if if you're trying to promote equality and, and equal opportunity for, for genders. And, and again, like, you know how, you know how fucking, you know how people just like, you have like one person that's going to reply something and everyone's going to like their comment. And then I'm going to say something and no one's going to like it. And then I remember after, after I said that, she said something like, Oh, you know, uh, we're trying to, like she said something so generic, like straight out of a fucking, like, some stupid textbook and I remember she said something and I and I she said something along the lines of oh you know we think like it's time that uh you know uh gender equality is seen on a different light uh and that uh you know we give a fair share to everyone and then my the only reason I said this is because the Canadian government and the Canadian in the in the in the provincial elections every time they refer to candidates as in, like, what are the what are the rules of candidates? What are their capabilities? What they can and can't do? It's always gender neutral. They just say the candidate, le ou la candidate in French. They actually pre- they make it precise. They say 
they make it as inclusive as humanly possible. And she went completely overboard and she went, she wanted to be so inclusive that she went exclusive. Just a mindfuck. Because the entire, all she could have done and I, all that, and I even offered to do it. I was like, listen, if you want me to do it, I'll just rewrite, I'll just change the rules so it doesn't say he or she, it just says the candidate, which is inclusive. Everyone is involved. Doesn't matter your flavor, your color, what's in between your legs. No one gives a shit. Okay, anyway. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not pissed. I'm not mad. But this is the kind of shit I was dealing with. And this is one example I have. The people in my program, I was always the black sheep. And I always came out as like the fucking edgy, like edgy edgelord that was just kind of like trying to stir shit. But I was just literally trying to fucking advance the conversation. I don't care if I'm wrong. You know, I, I, I want to be wrong. I want you to, to come into my face and tell me like, listen, you're wrong. Here are the facts. Here are this, this, this. I'll debate you. No problem. But this dude, I was getting crucified. I said, fuck it. The truth is in my program, a lot of people were, were, I, I think this really turned into more of a fucking rant on, on, on DVM, but, um, I'm going to stir. Okay. All right. We'll stir the shit back towards globalization. Why I think it's cancer actually now in today's time, I think is it's, it's probably the best, the best examples I have are right now. The, so first I want to mention something. I'm going to, I'm going to refer to China a lot and to any of you that are of Chinese descent that are Chinese. I'm not referring to you as a, as a person. I'm, I'm strictly talking about your government. Uh, I'm strictly talking about the government, the government policies and, and what goes on in like the, the higher ups. Okay. Cause that's the one thing that I started, um, realizing is that it's, you know, especially here in Canada and in the United States, a lot of people that are from Chinese descent have been getting incredibly, incredibly discriminated against. And look, dude, I'll be, I'll be the first one to admit, man, dude, my parents got off the boat in 89. All right. They jumped off the boat. They, they came to Canada and they said, you know what, we're starting a new life. So it's not fair to them. It's not fair for anyone that comes in from a different background that wants to start again uh, in a new country to, to, to pull that shit back. So I just want to, I just want to emphasize, I want to make it clear that I'm not talking about Chinese people as a whole. I'm just talking about China because the truth is China right now, um, in terms of geo, like global politics and especially in terms of, of, of trade and exports is, uh, is absolutely in, in, has, has the world's economic balls in its hands. Okay. And it's, and it's scary. Uh, it's very scary and. I'll give you an example that's very, very concrete right now uh, that is in linked with the Law 61 in Quebec. Uh, for those of you that live in Ontario right now that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, there is a new proposed law that, again, this is one of those typical po politist, po poly Fuck, I got this. There's one of these things that, that po politicians love to do. Dude, I got a speech impediment. I swear to fucking God. They try to do this thing where they slap a law, okay? They'll put in a bunch of different things inside the law that'll make you look at the law and be like, oh, okay, this is fine. I like that. But then again, they're going to throw in some shit in there that are, are terrible. So one of these things about that law is that they want to grant, and this is only in the construction center, uh, construction center, Jesus, in the construction sector. So the government wants to have more power um, with allocating uh, specific contracts, uh, allocating resources and controlling resources, so eviction notices and stuff like that. I've I didn't finish reading the entire uh, the entire law proposal itself. Um, I did read a, a bit of it, and it is and it is a huge cause of concern uh, to me and to anyone. This is actually completely regardless of your political affiliation. Uh, really, just this is one thing. But here's why I'm I'm bringing China into this. 
the Chinese government has shown with the 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 power it has how unfortunately I think governments are going to want to become in the future. So let me explain. In um so first of all, I think we can all agree that to a certain extent the way democracy is set up right now, it is really really flawed. And I'm I'm not going to go too too deep into this, but I'm just going to give you a couple of examples that are just enough to kind of, you know, just kind of illustrate a bit what I want to say, but for for all the for all the companies, for all the lobbyists, for all these people that are just literally sponsoring government, you know, prime ministers, uh, prime ministers, uh, MPs, um, you know, in 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 the Senate, in the states, in Canada as well, in Congress, like there's literally money being poured into you if you do certain things for these companies. And those in the concept that oh hey, I'm gonna drop a mill into your campaign and just expect nothing out of it. I mean, let's be fucking honest. You know what I mean? Like. Hell, you give me 20 bucks right now, I'll do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so that's one thing. In, 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 in the democratic, I guess, like, I'm going to use, like, I guess the Western, more, like, North American example for this. But, you know, here in Canada and in the U.S., it's kind of where us as people, we, we're not really in control. It's a, it, 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 it's a fallacy. Like, we're just, we're, we're, we're pawns in this whole thing. I mean, Cambridge Analytica kind of, kind of exposed it uh, during the Trump election during the Polish election, during the, I think it was a, I don't want to say Serbian, one of like the ex-Yugoslavian countries, I forgot which one, um, also was involved with this. So it's like manipulation at a scale now is becoming really, really big. And the danger with that is that it's corporations that are usually behind it, and it's always people with money that are behind that. Uh, and with globalization, with the biggest, one of the biggest cancers right now, with having China as being like the number one, literally, it's China's producing the world. Anything you need is going to be done in China. If, if you tell me right now that there is a factory in China that does like fake Canadian currency, I would not be surprised. And I don't think you are either, which kind of explains what I'm trying to get at here, is all the resources have been concentrated into China. The Chinese government has absolute and complete control over its population. I know, I know that some, some people still think that when you look at this, they're like, oh no, but Chinese is a communist government. No, they're on the left. Dude, it's authoritarian as hell. They control everything. They know they have your fingerprints. They have your your iris scan. They have they know exactly what you do, what you eat, who you talk to, what you talk about. They have your they have their eyes in everything. It's it's scary. It's fucked up. This entire situation that's going on in China right now is exactly the same situation that my grandparents told me about what it was like in communist Poland when. The government knew everything about you. They knew your religion. They knew your friends. They knew how much money you had in your bank account. They knew every, every, every aspect of your life. And one of the, so, so back to kind of like the more globalist approach of this is that when you have most of the countries that are participating in an open market economy, like capitalist economies, obviously they're rigged. I'm the first one to say this on a, on a, on, on different levels they are completely rigged. Um, the truth is, is that by definition, one of the first, one of the fundamental rules of economics is that everyone benefits from specializing into certain things. So on a large scale, if, if, if I specialize in maple syrup production and, and someone else specializes in, in oil production, we will both benefit by specializing in our own fields and then trading. That's like the, the gist of it. The problem is with with the Chinese government is that dude, they have like a billion people in that in that country. They have all the manufacturing in their country. 
So they literally control most of the world, but they're not a democracy. They, they don't allow people to have their voice. So it's essentially the entire world versus them. And it's, there's a lot of problems with that. I mean, advancing forward, I mean, you know, in the, in the, I think it's the East China Sea, they started literally building islands in the middle of the ocean. And they were like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're going to throw some sand here. And uh, we'll call it, since we're Chinese, there's going to be a Chinese island. So we control the waters here. Yeah, what the fuck? And, and China is, is literally, is, has copied. And one other thing too, look, I, I, there's so much. There's the IMF I can talk about. There's like the World Bank, like all these, all these ripoffs, okay? China has done all of it successfully. It's actually impressive how good they've become at this. But one of the biggest things that China has done is that they've successfully copied what the IMF has done. And which is giving countries loans that they just simply can't repay. And because of the conditions that are attached to that loan, they end up destroying their entire countries and become uh, an absolute peon to the greater power. So I'll give you one example. I'll give you two examples. One example was Jamaica. Jamaica back, I, I don't want to talk shit here. It was back in, I think the f- 50s. Oh shit, I forgot the date. But anyway, you can look it up. So essentially, at one point, Jamaica was in was in trouble after after the British rule, uh, after the British left the island, uh, it kind of left a bit of a vacuum. Where there was there was there was like a there was a lot of financial trouble. No one really knew what the hell to do. So Jamaica reached out to the IMF. Oh fuck, was it the IMF or the World Bank? Oh Jesus, I'm talking mad shit. Okay, either or either World Bank or the IMF. I think it's the IMF. I'm pretty sure it's the IMF, uh, the International Monetary Fund. And they basically asked them for a loan to kind of restart their economy. The only problem is, is that the IMF gave them the money, but set up quotas for a bunch of different exports. And one of the one of the biggest problems, and this is globalization 101, and this is one of the things I, I fucking cannot, really pisses me off. Okay, this is one of the examples where Jamaica had at one point, first of all, Jamaica is a country that produces a lot. They're... they're they, they have a climate that is great for everything. Cane sugar, bananas... Uh, uh, you know, a bunch of everything. What the IMF successfully did with kind of literally choking the island itself is it got to a point where all the bananas that were produced in Jamaica had to be exported and profits had to be made. And because of that, they had to import bananas from different countries just to eat bananas. Like, what the fuck? And and China has, has done this now. China is doing the same thing that, that the IMF and the World Bank have done to, to several countries, but right now they're doing this aggressively in Africa. And what they're doing right now is the same thing. They're going to give you a bunch of money to develop. They're going to say, oh, like, you want to buy new buildings? You want to you increase your infrastructure? You want to build roads? No problem. We'll fund it. But again, we own your ass. And the problem is, and, and this is the thing, is that it's an abuse of power at a scale that's worldwide. Look, this episode, listen, hey, it, it had to, I have to, I just, I get, you know, I can't be a useless asshole and just talk shit the entire time, okay? I just gotta give you some, a bit, a bit, a bit of content. But one of the things with China's too is that these conditions are, are so aggressive that now the Chinese government, like I just, yeah, like I just said, they just started doing the exact same thing. So, so the problem is, you know, you have a, a, a country that is just kind of going into countries where themselves they don't have proper political structures, 
you know, like there's there's plenty of examples, uh, whether they're in Africa and South America, uh, in Europe, um, usually Eastern Europe at this point, but there's plenty of examples worldwide where you can you can you can point out countries that are not politically stable, and what is going to happen is you're going to have these like Chinese backed billionaires, like oligarchs basically, like the Russian versions but Chinese, they're going to come into these countries. Take advantage of all these uh, of all these governments that are completely corrupt. That you just need to throw a, a, just a couple of brown envelopes in their face, and you can do whatever the hell you want with them. Uh, and the 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 biggest downside to that is that the people that are there, the people that are actually in the lands that are doing their thing, that are living their lives, are the ones that are going to be any, end up paying for it. And it's just a different kind of colonialism. It's it's kind of more of a of a, I'm going to rip you off colonialism. I'm really against and I think it's it's cancerous I know that there's you know a lot of you know through my classes you know there's a lot of times where it's like oh you know like you know globalization is great because it gives access to medicine it gives access to education and, and all that it I, I guess it does but the truth is it's kind of like um it's kind of you gotta I, I look at this a bit like uh like a like an actual fucking cancer, like a, some kind of sick tumor that you gotta you gotta do chemo for. You know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, I got a cancer right now, but it's great because I, I lost my hair. I don't have to get haircuts, and you know, like I lost a lot of weight, so that's good. I'm looking good. You know, it's it doesn't make any fucking sense. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Everyone in my family had a cancer at one point. Okay, so I'm not talking shit about that. I'm just saying like that's kind of like the mentality. It just doesn't make sense. It's just. You can't just have a bunch of bad and a bunch of good and just say like, oh, yeah, okay, that's even now. We're good. No problem. Um, damn. Okay. Well, I got, I got, I got, I got, I just fucking sped up there, you know? It's like a swing. Let me take a swig here. Mm. That's just one thing, man. The more I studied it, the more I got into it, the more I realized one thing, and one of my biggest regrets is not going into law. But I, I wouldn't say it's a regret, but I was never a good student, but it's just kind of like a law is the only thing that matters. And the fact that no one no one learns law in in high school and um, basic shit in life, like just doing your taxes, you know, these, these could be all high school classes, you know, like how many of you had actually complete garbage high school classes that could have been subbed with something useful, you know? Um it makes me question, man. It makes me wonder if governments as a whole and entire ministries of education or entire departments of education really do give a shit about the education. It's like almost like if they don't want to teach. You know, how many of you had to actually, you know, resort to YouTube to learn like some kind of formula for your fucking Cal 3 exam? You know, some like Persian dude that just had a thick accent had to teach it to you because your fucking teacher was shit. Okay, I'm just getting, I'm just projecting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just fucking uh, so mad. And the truth is too is that globalization. I'll just I'm gonna finish off on this. All right, I know it's a, it's a bit of a longer episode than usual, but one of the other things too with globalization is I think it it directly directly contributes to racism. It con- it contributes to racism everywhere across the world because now I know that the narrative right now in the states is, you know, it's it. It sucks to say because I understand, like you know, like the the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, there, there, there just needs to be a distinction because the problem with the Black Lives Matter movement is that it's also uh, an organization since it started 
Um, it started a few years back. And the thing is, it became a political organization that has political influence. So so this is kind of like the, the, the tricky part in this because even though like for me, like the way I understand it, it's like, listen, we all know that all lives matter, but right now, like black lives are, are significantly under attack, I guess, or like are under uh, constant, you know, to a constant disadvantage, always discriminate against uh, in certain situation. And with cops, dude, I'm the first one to agree, man. Like it, it's, it, it, it's true. Um, and it's, it, and that's the thing is it, there seems to be a bit of a, of a, of a disconnect between the two. Um, so, so politically speaking, yeah, back to the whole racism thing. It's like, you know, we've been pushing so hard I, and, and I don't know. And I don't know, like, yo, please let me know. Okay. At me, it's just, I haven't even plugged myself in. Yo, Add me on Instagram, okay? Just literally sign in my DMs and, and let me know what you think about this. Because I have I have a I have a bit of a a wonder, if that makes any sense. I'm a bit confused about something regarding racism, and it's something that we don't really talk about. It's what is the goal? Like, is the like I understand the goal, like you know what I mean? Like, you know, let's just all be happy together, respect each other, and not discriminate each other based on what we look like. I fully, fully understand that, dude. I gained so much weight. Like, please be nice. You know what I'm saying? But the um, the truth is, is that I'm not sure what the goal is. Is the goal to be so that, like, do we, like, all just, like, like, fornicate and just, like, all kind of mix races and, like, blend in so we just come become, like, this one human race? Or, or like, or do we, like, what's the, like, what's the other plan here? Because... Because this, this is the thing I'm starting to realize. And, um, you know, our brain does biases on its own, right? Uh, it touches a bit on the study of heuristics and stuff like that. But really, one of the things is, is I think as, as humans and as, as primitive as we are, because we're animals, like we're dumb. Like, we're, like the human race, again, like I've talked about it before. I got, I got no hope, zero. Um, but one of the things with my, with my own, like, it's not my own, but really no lives matter to me. Um, you cynical dick. The, what I mean by that, it's just like, dude, is it, should we, if, if us trying to become one for all these years hasn't been working out, should we maybe focus on us being individual and accepting each other for being individual? Cause that's one thing that we haven't been doing. And, and what I mean by that is that, you know, the narrative for a long time now has always been, okay, you know, we're the same. You know, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're black, if you're Asian, if you're white, we're all the same, right? But the thing is, is that I don't think we are. The way we should be treated should be the same. We should all treat each other with respect. We should all be treated, you know, in regards to our character, in regards to, you know, what we like, you know, what, who are, what are affiliations, I guess, and like regular shit, right? But... Th- that's the thing is that right now um i don't know if if the conversation needs to change it like shouldn't it change to something more about like more along the lines of okay let's all accept who we are you know like i'll just say like i'm 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 a i'm a quebecer i'm a montrealer i'm i'm also from polish descent but you know i don't i don't usually flash it i mean now you know you and me we're intimate here so i, I guess you know that's one thing but um like in general, for me, I think it would be a lot more productive for us to be individual and accept each other rather rather than just force ourselves to blend in. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm making any sense. I think it's some small brain shit I'm saying, but 
that's kind of like what I'm like. I hope I'm I'm, I'm trying to, and again, like you, I hope you get what I'm trying to say here. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to 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 to, to, to stir any shit. I'm just really. I think that the way we've been approaching this entire thing for the longest time has just been wrong. And and no one has an alternative. I'm not saying I do. I'm I'm just I'm a I'm a I'm a am I I'm am I a philosopher? I mean after a couple of beers, a couple of joints, maybe, but you know. Uh in general, you know, that's just kind of uh, how I see it. And uh it's it's a, it's a it's a hill, man. It's a dangerous hill. It's it's somewhere that, you know, I'm I'm I don't think I'm ready to climb just yet because I know myself and I know I just love to say some fucking fuming shit sometimes. Um, fuming, flaming, flaming, inflaming, inflammable. That's another thing. Why is it inflammable if it's flammable? Inflammable as in like incendiary? In as in it's gonna... Okay, I'm done for today. Listen, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out. Again, at me on Instagram, at Jonasy, J-O-N-N-E-S-S-E-Y. Uh... Slide in my DMs, like my pics, uh, you know, um, send me noodles, no problem. Uh, super open to that. Uh, if you're following me on Spotify, uh, or if you're listening to me on Spotify, please slap a follow. Um, I, I've got some uh, exciting things coming up. Uh, and next week, there's going to be an episode that's going to be completely Montreal-centric. Uh, all about the city of Montreal, uh, being a Montrealer and all that. So tune in. It's going to be a bilingual episode, so I'm going to be switching in a more natural state for me, which is a bit more of a 50-50 uh, uh, so come along for the ride uh, again, thank you so much I know I'm sappy, love you all, love you all thank you so much, uh, have yourselves a great weekend uh, yo uh, roses to my iPhone 6 saving my butt uh, roses to neutral, uh, roses to finally forcing myself to lose weight uh, and uh, thorns to um, hmm. yeah thorns to globalization fuck that thing but anyways have a great weekend y'all see you next week Ciao.